0: Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Case Interviews and Management Consulting Podcast Series. It always warms my heart a little bit to know that we are in episode 300 and what, 31 now? Somewhere around there, right? We have over 300 free episodes. And I enjoy doing this. I enjoy communicating with people around the world, talking to you, guiding people. I get feedback from Clients all over the world, listeners telling me how to use the material and so on. It's the biggest case interview channel on iTunes and the most popular case interview channel on iTunes. In some countries, like India and Singapore and I think Denmark and the UK at times, Germany, in the careers category, we ranked in the top five. Sometimes we jump to number one. So Thank you to everyone who listens to the material. I do appreciate it. I never say thank you enough because I don't want to waste time thanking people. and rather deliver some value. But I do want to say thank you for listening to this. I know that um, there's many opportunities to use other material, but you choose to work with us, and I'm grateful for that. In today's episode, I want to talk about a very common problem. So common that I think that there needs to be a health alert put out by the CDC. And that's called confusing being a critic for critical thinking. Now, what do I mean by this? What's the difference between being a critic and critical thinking? Okay, so what is a critic? Well, I'll make it easy for you. Go to the New York Times movie section or food section or the Wall Street Journal movie section or food section, and there will be a column somewhere whereby they send some expert, in inverted commas, to a restaurant or to watch a movie, and then he or she gives their opinion about the movie. Or the food, whatever the case may be. And they'll tell you why the movie or food is good. Why it's bad. Whether you should watch the movie or eat the food. Whether you shouldn't watch the movie or shouldn't eat the food. Whether the acting was bad. Whether the sound effects were bad. And so on. Here's the thing about this. I don't think Adam Sandler has ever been praised by a critic in the New York Times or Wall Street Journal. Look, I could be wrong. But by and large... His movies have delivered a lot of money. Now, what's the point I'm making here? I think a lot of times critics think their job is to be critical. They just like to nitpick details. I would think the role of a movie is to make as many people feel the way they want to feel. If you want to go to watch a movie to feel good, and a movie makes a lot of people feel good, it's a success. You don't have to knock the acting and so on because, obviously, to a lot of people, it's a successful movie. But a lot of critics, they nitpick the detail versus assessing the movie against the objectives the movie had set for itself. If a movie went in hoping to only make $50 million and made $51 million, it's a successful movie. If a movie went in expecting to make $100 million but made $37 million, but is the most beautiful movie in the world, it's a failure by the definition of success the movie is set for itself. But critics focus on all the parts that are unimportant when they should be focusing on whether the movie hits its goal or not. Now, how does this relate to critic versus critical thinking and generally to case interviews in total because obviously you're trying to make the connection here, right? When I do cases with people, well, well, let's put it this way. When I meet people for the first time and I explain a concept to them, a lot of people challenge you. Why do you say this? Now you have to defend your thoughts. This is the way we are raised. You must defend your thoughts. They will try to find holes in the argument. They will try to find multiple things that are wrong in the argument. They will try to discredit the argument. They will try to. Well, I've seen people try to discredit me as a way to discredit the argument, and that's a common tactic used throughout the world. You discredit the author, and therefore you discredit the argument. And it's a function of, I would say, our education system, where we train people to look for flaws in the argument, flaws in the metaphor, flaws in the analogy. And we spend all our life putting... You know, when we review something, we'll say, what is wrong with this? Because that's our default mechanism. If it's wrong, we can't use it. But if it's right, we can use it. And therefore, the first question we ask ourselves is, is it wrong? And to know if it's wrong, we put on our critic's hat and we say... This is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this didn't work. And too many things are wrong, let's discard it. But the problem you face with that style of thinking is it's not critical thinking. They sound the same, being a critic and being a critical thinker, but they're not the same. Because a critical thinker is doing two things. He's trying to learn as much as he can from what's in front of him or her, and he is trying to analyze it. There's a difference between analyzing something and finding flaws in it. Because you could analyze something that's completely wrong but find useful elements in it and if you say this doesn't make sense i'll give you a classic example of this how many of us study case studies of failure think about this when you go into the press wall street journal new york times and you read stories most stories are case studies of why things succeeded and you know why because in our mind we've critically evaluated this We found very little flaws, therefore it's something worth learning from, and we look at it. If something we've analyzed it and it's failed, it's discarded because it's not useful. But when something fails, you can learn, I would say, more from it if you are part of that failure. If you follow the partnership, the huge program we have where I discuss how I became a partner in my 20s, the first three years of my life were a lot of failures. I got promoted once. The next three years, I got promoted four times. Not because I was good at analysing the successes, but because I was open to analysing the failures. When you go into any discussion, if your default mode is find the flaws in whatever the person is saying, you're not a critical thinker, you're a critic. You deserve to get a job at the New York Times and Wall Street Journal in the opinion section and basically review movies and food, and maybe wine as well. A critical thinker He's not just there to find flaws. A critical thinker is there to understand, to be open to learning, to explore things. You know, we have the show called The Bill Mattersoni Show. Bill Mattersoni was a prominent senior partner at McKinsey and BCG. He was the partner that, along with his colleagues, but he was the architect of this, who led McKinsey's strategy in the 80s to reposition itself and basically leap far ahead of BCG and Bain. Now, how do you know Bill Marisoni is a critical thinker? Because he doesn't dismiss people. I've watched the guy talk to contractors on site during the set and really have a nice discussion with them and learn what they have to say and think about it. I've seen other people where they look at a contractor on a set and say, well, you're not Steven Spielberg. I have nothing to learn from you and ignore them. A critical thinker is trying to understand. A critic is trying to find flaws. The Western education system grooms critics because our basis of belief is that if we first find something to be erroneous or flawed, we've got to discard it. So our first step is to be critical. Once it passes the critical checklist, we then say, okay, let's learn from it. But here's the thing. The act of being critical blinds you to learning things from essentially a flawed case study. Beyond the technical elements of being critical, Critical, no one likes a critic. Critics are called jerks. If you go into a conversation with someone and you are critical and find flaws in their argument, they're going to hate you. Worse, if you're someone who finds flaws in another's argument and you cannot control your facial expressions, I've been in discussions with people where not only are they critical because they think they're being smart, but they have a smirk and condescending look on their face. I mean, you just want to punch the person. I literally want to punch the person. And the problem with this model is that while you think you're being smart, you're not. You're just finding flaws. But you may be missing the broader picture. You may be missing the broader element. You may be missing learning deep insights from a failure because you've been preconditioned to assume that something that has failed has nothing to teach you. And if you have no way of displaying your critical viewpoint in a nice way you may offend people so a critical thinker is someone who understands takes the time to understand to understand people have to explain things to you because we don't know everything and you're not going to get people to want to explain things to you if you're pointing out every error rolling your eyes smirking and doing all kinds of negative body language attributes so I think it's going to apply to many listeners. Don't be a critic. You become better over time by being exposed to new ideas. Listen to it. It may be a dumb idea, but you don't know what you can... You can learn a lot from a dumb idea. Someone talking to you about why aliens are going to land on the moon and colonize it. The concept of aliens landing on the moon and colonizing may be ridiculous, but you could learn about the way they construct their sentences, about their thinking process. How do they arrive at these conclusions? How are they laying out their assumptions? You can always learn from an idea. And if people tell you, well, things that are erroneous teach you nothing, then I would disagree because fictitious movies and television shows teach us a lot. Not the point they are making which may be fictitious, but the way they make the point teaches us a lot. So remember that. A critical thinker is not a critic, it's someone who seeks to understand and apply what they've understood. And failures teach you, I would say, more than success stories. As always, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to post it and I'll be happy to respond.